Welcome to season two of the Southern Ghost Experience. I'm Sarah. And I'm Michelle. And we are amateur ghost hunters. Last episode, we shared with our listeners that we would be heading to the Empress in Little Rock, Arkansas. Today, we will share with you our thoughts and experiences at the bed and breakfast as we start off our next season with more information on where we will be heading to next. So Sarah, the last time that we recorded this podcast, we had just gotten back from the Empress and we share with our listeners basically the overall view and feelings of the Empress. But one thing we didn't do was share with our listeners all of the audio and video that we may have gotten. So you had all of that. Did you experience anything? Did you hear anything? Did you see anything? Well, unfortunately, we got absolutely zero evidence of there being a spirit at the Empress. Um, I was very hopeful for our experience there, mostly because it was close to home. Uh, It was something that we had heard many stories about. We had been reading about for quite some time, but there weren't, there wasn't anything that I could uh, retrieve from our recorder. Uh, We didn't really take any video footage, unfortunately. So um, all we had to look back on was that maybe photographs. We took a ton of photographs and this place was just absolutely stunning. But unfortunately, I just didn't pick up any, any evidence at all. Yeah. And I think that's, that's common in a lot of places you go and you record, I don't know, two or three hours. Sometimes people go and they record 24 or 48 hours and they still get nothing uh, that time. And then they come back or someone else goes and they capture something. Um, kind of disappointing that we didn't just because, you know, it, it's kind of like a little gold mine whenever you find something, uh, especially if it's something that no one else has been able to capture from that area or location. Um, but I really enjoyed the Empress. Um, it was a bed and breakfast. And when I was a little girl, I went to a bed and breakfast with our grandparents. And I hadn't been back to a bed and breakfast. So it was really nice to have that. Uh, How was your experience otherwise? I'd say the same. I was really the, the furniture, the collection of antiques was probably the most beautiful I'd, I'd ever experienced in one location. And even when we went to our very first location where the people there, they were um, purchasing antiques for the Jefferson Hotel, I, I still don't think that they had as as the collection as you would see at the Empress, Ho- uh, the, Empress the Bed and Breakfast. Overall, it, it the, I know they had talked, uh, the owners talked about um, the spirits that still linger there. It just, unfortunately, we didn't really experience anything that night. I know we were o- overly tired. Uh, one of the hardest things is probably ghost hunting in your mid thirties when you're trying to stay awake past midnight. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's going there is the thrill, the, 
the movement, everything, it, it keeps your adrenaline rushing in some places. But here I just felt like it was a lovely home. Um, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen because like you said, a lot of times different hunters will go out and experience something completely different than what the previous person did or the person thereafter. So sometimes I think a, a lot of luck has to do with ghost hunting. Um, additionally, the owners there, one very much so has experiences, mostly with James Hornybrook, the owner of the, the, the main originator of the home. And he tends to be a little mischievous by shutting doors, opening doors, um, bothering him while he's doing his cleaning. Whereas um, the other uh, partner, he did discuss how uh, Sharon, who I didn't know this before, uh, we actually spoke on Sharon in a previous episode. Uh, she was one of the owners of the home. And she actually passed away, unfortunately, of cancer I believe, and tends to roam around the home still. And I remember the owner of the home, he was he was pretty much just saying that he tells her to stay away um, for, for them to leave, leave him alone because he doesn't necessarily want the experience. He just wants to have his home. Yeah, they were both extremely nice people. Um, and their stories are hilarious. So if you haven't been there, then uh, you may want to consider staying a night at the Empress. Uh, you know, we <laughs> we did our best to stay up as late as possible. Um, and that might be one of the reasons why we didn't get some uh, evidence, because we ended up going to sleep. It was, I think, a little after midnight. We were exhausted. And, you know, we were going to set an alarm to get up like we're going to sleep, take a nap, if you will, for like an hour or two. And then the alarm goes off and we're like, no, we're not getting out of bed. And we're just done. Well, <laughs> it didn't help that you and I had both driven in, uh, had a wonderful dinner with wine that evening and then ended up driving over uh, to the bed and breakfast. But not to say that the experience itself wasn't in you know, interesting. Uh, what I found one of the most fascinating things that when we did our uh, ghost hunting moment in the turret, the layout of the the uh, attic and the turret room made so much more sense seeing it in person, which I will be uploading photographs of. Um, of the turret room because there was a, there was a time where it was saying, Oh, the carpenter was doing stuff with the door. And then he went to the basement area and it makes a lot more sense now because it literally is adjoined to one another. So this, um, man who was staining the door, this, uh, carpenter handyman, he went, he basically turned his back and then turned around and the door was shut. And apparently that is what happens uh, to one of the owners of the home as well. He'll be in a room like cleaning, uh, turning it for the next guest and he'll turn around and the door will be wide open or it'll be shut. You know, he, I, I just found that really interesting that it's, it's something that has happened in the past and still continues to happen to another person to this day. Well, even though we didn't get anything on uh, audio, we did experience a couple of things. Um, 
We heard some thumps on walls, or what we thought were thumps on walls. Uh, Who knows what it could have been. But, you know, we were trying to communicate, so we wanted the presence to make themselves known to us, and, you know, we heard kind of a bang on a wall. So that was exciting. And and one really important thing to let people know is we were the only guests there. Um, the owners live there, uh, but they weren't in that area. But it is possible they could have made a noise that reverberated up into the tower room. Yeah, and this room is really small. So, you know, it, it sounded like it was either in the room or like right outside of the room. Um, But it is interesting to know that no one else was there except us. And I think the owners where they were staying, they were pretty far away from where we were. All right. We were up at the turret room, which is in the attic area. If you remember us just, you know, just briefly discussing that, but the turret itself is not, fully attached to the house. Like there's the outside portion that faces towards the street and where that would have hit would have had to have come from the outside, which again, that's possible, but we didn't, I didn't see any birds or anything that would have hit at that time of night. Uh, But overall the, the room itself was, I think we experienced like maybe one or two cold chills, but Another problem with with theirs where we couldn't really say, oh, this was definitely a spirit was the fact that back in the day there were, I guess, sometimes if you if somebody got really mad because they lost a poker game or lost money, uh, there were old bullet holes in the uh, what was it? The glass. The um, what kind of glass was that? It was like a stained glass. Stained glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, the stained glass, and even in the walls, you can see old bullet holes that uh, they've they've kept there for a reason, just for the historical purpose of it. But it, it was a particular, particularly chilly evening, um, so at times in the attic, it would just be warm; it'd be fine, and then maybe a gust of air would blow, and the room would become a little chilly. But sometimes. I would just be sitting there and the hair on my my arms would rise up. So again, that could be more of a, a feeling that I was having, but nothing of significance to make me feel uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Right. Um, one really funny story is we went up to the turret room. We were there Pretty much most of the time, I think yeah, we tried out a, we tried out a couple of different areas, but the turret room was the coolest, so that's where we stayed. Um, so we had had wine, a good dinner, we were having fun because ghost hunting, you know, is it's scary, it's funny, it's weird, it's all these emotions. So we were having a good time, and. We have, like, these different apps on our phone to try out. So I love just trying out new equipment. Um, Who knows what you can get. So we have this one app. I think it's on my phone. Um, 
And basically, it acts like a ghost box. And we we picked up something, but unfortunately, it was not recorded. And we captured this voice. No, it was recorded. It was that recorded. Portion, yes, that portion was recorded, which I can get that for you guys. Um, it just it, we just didn't know if it was really of significance, and it was a little goofy how oh. how it all played out. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't think that I had gotten to record that. Okay, great. Well, anyway, the voice sang a little bit. It said, "I did." And we we were rolling. It was so funny. Uh, we just, I just don't even know what to attribute that to. It was, we just laughed so hard. I, you know, not saying you couldn't have a sense of humor on the other side. It was just that a lot of times ghost hunting can feel so serious and, to me, whatever is there is not negative energy. This is not, nothing was negative about that place. And even in the turret room, I was just, we were cracking up. Because it's a place where these men would come together and they would laugh and play. Now, I do remember um, some of the the things that we did pick up, uh, if you remember this, is it kept saying something about having to have a, um, it was like sort of like a, a permission to be up there. It right, was a, a permission. Fee. Yeah. It was talking about like you had to pay, like you have to pay, you have to, um, membership. It was saying oh, membership yeah, yeah. and it said that a few times and we were just like, I, I kind of, I'm curious that it was, there's this, the men's club. Like, did you have to pay in to be up in this turret room? Was that information that we were gathering? It's just, unfortunately, it didn't have much substance for the conversation that we were having. It just kept saying membership fee membership. Yeah. A lot of these recordings in the moment you hear it and you're making associations based on what you're asking or saying. So you can make things tie into what the conversation is. But going back and listening to recordings, that's really difficult because you're not in the environment anymore. And a lot of these voices kind of um, merge together and they're really fast sometimes and sometimes they're harder to understand. And I would say that I'm... I'm trying my best to, um, well, I'm trying my best not to try and compare it continuously to what it, I experienced at the Magnolia Hotel. There, I feel I had an experience, and I want that experience elsewhere. I also had an experience at the Jefferson Hotel, and here it just was a different energy, a different feeling. Which I'm sure that now we could probably segue into where we will be going next or actually again for both of us. Yeah. So this week we're actually going to Broken Bow Asylum. Sarah, you and I have been there previously. And then once I I went there before... We had our experience together. That's right. So this will be my third time and your second time there. Yep. And someone's first time. 
So the last time that we were there, um, there was a group, group of people that we didn't know, which is fine. Right. Well, it was a, it was a group ghost hunting Halloween event. Right. Um, so the, the fun thing about it is like, it's, it's Halloween, you're at at an asylum, it's, it's dark, it's creepy, there's no electricity, um, yeah, and you also have the opportunity to stay there for the night, like fully. You can oh, yeah. bring a tent, uh, which we just were not about that life. Again, ladies in their mid thirties sleeping on the ground in an old abandoned asylum—it's probably just not the best idea. No, we need running water, bare minimal, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So one of the problems that we had was any investigating that we were doing, um, you know, we were kind of at the mercy of everyone else who were there doing the same thing. But if someone were walking down the hallway, you know, and you were conducting an investigation, you would pick up their noise, they would pick up your noise. So we decided we wanted to tackle Broken Bow Asylum ourselves. So we have we have 48 hour access, just our group, which is going to consist of Sarah and I and her fiance and my husband. And um, we're going to do it. Bless their hearts. <laughs> I mean, truly bless their hearts. I, I just feel so bad for them. But uh, they, they truly, when they were at the Magnolia Hotel, they had such a great time. I know they're going to have a fun time this time, too. So, but bless their hearts having to deal with us. I know. They're they're great supporters. And they do, they do like doing this, too. They do. I, I would say they are a healthy balance to our... Um, excitement because whenever I watch ghost hunting shows or YouTube ghost hunting shows, all my favorite people, there are moments I have, you know, I'm watching and I have to really consider, are they trying to curb the information to fit how they are feeling in that moment? Or is it actual information? And I think that's why I love discussing the history, the ghosts that may be there, so that when we walk into it and we're getting particular information, we I feel confident sharing that information, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I want a genuine experience. And we have a podcast, but, you know, I, I don't want to generate a bunch of listens based on false experiences. I don't, I don't want to fabricate what I experienced, even though I was hyped, you know, um, I want something concrete, something real. I don't really care, you know, if we like never make it up the charts or whatever. So yeah, it's also one of my fears too. Whenever I watch people that I like, you know, how true is their experience How much of this is pure entertainment? How much of this is real? 
Right. And, and I think that it's true that if you truly want to know something, you, especially when in regards to this, it's, it's okay to listen and to watch shows, but why not try it yourself? Because only you will have a genuine, authentic experience. And I think that's why you and I really wanted to tackle this together is because of our experiences in the past. And also just, you know, one goofy Halloween, we decided <laughs> to go stay at a haunted hotel, which sparked our interest in this category of exploration. So now that we get to go back to Broken Bow individually, not on a ghost hunt walk or a group ghost hunt, this will truly be you, me, and our two better halves that are going to get to experience this. I I feel I already am on pins and needles just because there is some darker energy there that I picked up. Um, I'm assuming you never listened to the podcast where I did discuss Broken Bow and my experience because I wanted you to be able to have your own authentic experience. So this, my nervousness ties in with what I experienced on my very first visit. I just, I, I just think there was too much going on for like during the group ghost hunting. Maybe if we were all together yeah, and like in one room, one space, trying to get information. But you're right. We were just, it was interesting hearing what other people may have been getting. And at one point we were back in the room where they basically called it their morgue. You had it in your pocket or something, our little recorder that beeps and you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it started going. And, and we were just like, where is that coming from? Yeah. It was coming from your little pocket. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had that recorder. I hadn't really messed with that a whole lot. So I wasn't really aware that it made all those noises and so when we started hearing it it was like what in the heck is that and then it was coming for me the whole time (laughs) we just were so confused but that apparently is something that spirits are able to interact with and cause those noises so it didn't happen in every room that we went into it happened specifically at the morgue area where it was going off but I think it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, We're going to share a lot of information with you over a few episodes. Might be two that will, one, discuss uh, what spirits may be there, and two, um, our experience there, as well as any findings. And sometimes if these episodes get too long, we will adjust it over to, um, you know, three, three sessions. But Uh, We are very much so looking forward to sharing Broken Bow Asylum with you and want to thank Ashley in advance. She's the caretaker of the property uh, for allowing us entry. And we cannot wait to have our weekend together. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited about this. I have made it a point to not look up any information about the asylum. The last time that we went, we did do a walkthrough. She did, Ashley did uh, give us a generalized idea of, of the history. Um, truthfully, I don't remember <laughs> 
much of that. Um, October's been a been some time. We've had a lot happen since then. Yeah, right. And I didn't listen to your episode. I'm I'm wanting to go into this as you know as a, a clean slate as I can. Um, I'm really excited and nervous, but more excited than anything. So join us next episode in April when we review everything about Broken Bow Asylum, as well as uh, sharing our experiences with you. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to more. See y'all later.